Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. LMFM Podcasts, brought to you with Cark Macross Credit Union, where dreaming of warmer climates becomes a reality with a Cark Macross Credit Union holiday loan. O'Neill Street, Cark Macross, or CarkMacrossCU.ie. Michael, Michael Reed, Reed on, on LMFM. LMFM. Wednesday morning, the 10th of April. Good morning, with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. The United Kingdom will crash out of the European Union on Friday unless an 11th hour solution is found. The 11th hour will occur when leaders meet tonight at an emergency European Council summit aimed at preventing a no-deal Brexit the day after tomorrow. Yesterday, the British Prime Minister went to Germany and France with a begging bowl but came back apparently empty-handed after meeting with Angela Merkel and Emmanuel Macron. Theresa May wants a Brexit extension up to the end of June but now it seems Mrs May will be told what kind of extension is available, the time frame and the terms and conditions if one is available at all. Let's talk about this with Fianna Fáil TD for Kevin Monaghan, Brendan Smith who's uh, the chair of uh, the Joint Oireachtas Committee on foreign affairs. Good morning to you and thanks uh, for joining us. It looks as though it's humiliation for the United Kingdom. Well, unfortunately, today, Michael, um, those of us, particularly in the border region, say in Louth and in Mead and in Cavan and Monaghan, what we should be doing today is celebrating the 21st anniversary of the signing of the Good Friday Agreement. We all recall on that day, um, 21 years ago, it was a great day of hope for our country for the future. And, of course, huge progress has been made. And, unfortunately, with the British decision to leave the European Union, we're back to, to political issues dominate and the future relationship between Ireland and Britain and obviously the uh, the relationships between North and South as well. Mm. I was in Brussels some days ago at meetings and I got the clear impression from speaking to members of the European Parliament and also speaking from to officials as well that firstly that they were they were anxious to facilitate the British Prime Minister and and the British people in having an orderly withdrawal from the, from the European Union. They were, they were hoping that that Prime Minister May and our government would be able to get the withdrawal agreement through Parliament and that then the transition period could be adopted and then lead on to a future trade agreement between uh, between European Union and Britain because all of us are, are very acutely aware that the future trade agreement is critical for the future relationships on so many levels between 
um, Britain and Europe, and particularly for our own mm. country and all of our own country. But one message I got from speaking to people as well is that there was they, they didn't want this all this uncertainty arising from Brexit to continue. Because what was said to me is, understandably, Brexit has dominated the European Union agenda f- for the past three years. Britain have had three years to, to, to prepare mm. for the withdrawal, that they, a decision they took themselves. Well, it looks like they're going to get another year now, doesn't it? Didn't. I mean, Mrs May wants the end of June. It looks like it'll be March uh, 2020, if not the end of this year, or the following March, March 21 for that matter. Uh, so uh, what will the terms and the conditions of that extension be, do you think? Well, it, well I, I'm not privy, naturally, to what, what proposal will be put before the heads of government today. But from just gleaning from, from comments um, from some of the leaders and comments attributed to to um, other governments in the European Union as well, there would be provision that if Britain was ready to go, say, in five, three weeks' time or something, they could exit, provided everything was in order. Yeah, um, and <laughs> pigs, pigs may over, fly. It will not happen anyway. Yes, exactly. Pigs may fly. So what yes. is the rea- realistic prospect? Well, the realistic prospect, um, it's going to be some time away. And, um, and I think, naturally... As a country, we would prefer if Britain wasn't leaving the European Union. We want to see the British Parliament mm. um, agree the withdrawal agreement and then have the future trading relationship between Britain and the European Union finalised. That's critical. But are they going to leave the European Union? I mean, it looks almost certain now that they're going to field candidates for the European election, that those candidates will take up seats. And they'll do nothing, that they'll contribute to a European budget, uh, but won't be able to influence how that money is spent, uh, that they will not have a veto on that budget, that they will not have a, a veto on the next president of uh, the European Commission. Uh, they'll be paying everything, they'll be taking the rules, and they'll have no role in setting the rules. It's complete, yeah, well, it's complete humiliation, isn't it? Now. First of all, if any of us are a member of a, of a, a union or a member of, a, of, of an association, and, and you're p- paying... This, your membership is based on the same requirements as the other member states, then you should have full participation roles until the time you would leave. Mm. Now, if the European Union expects Britain to continue to make its financial contribution... Well, then leave. I, I, I mean, isn't this what Europe is going to say tonight? If, if that's the position, the position you're outlining there, that that would be reasonable, well, if that's your position, well, then leave. Uh, because we're not going to have you in here dictating the direction of the European Union. We're not going to have you dictating how the cap uh, is allocated uh, or, or other European money is spent or do anything that can disrupt the, the, disrupt the workings of the European Union? Yeah, well, I, would conf- I would have confidence in the other 27 member states that Britain will not dictate within the European Union. Um, absolutely not. And that's not the way any member state should be. Um, absolutely not. Now, at times, and I would be critical myself of the influence of some of the, of the, of the larger member mm. states, and I often think that maybe the views of the smaller member states haven't been given the due cognizance and recognition that they needed at different times. That's, that's another day's discussion. But could I just say is mm. the, the, the continuing uncertainty in yeah. relation to when will Britain leave, you know, there comes a time when difficult decisions have to be made that you have to put a target date. Mm. So that there are. Now, you take businesses in Loud, Mead, Cavan, Manon, or north of the border as well, our neighbours north of the border. Mm. I, we all know in our daily work, we know of firms, maybe medium small enterprises and sometimes larger enterprises but I know from from my interaction with people who are running small businesses 
businesses, be it three or four employees up to 20 or 30. Some of those firms had planned on the basis of expanding, mm. expanding their export market. That has all been put on hold due to no fault of the companies or the individuals, but because of the uncertainty that has been created. So we need to get back to normality, don't we? I mean, if you were working on a, a factory line producing nuts and bolts and the person who puts the nuts and the bolts comes in and says, I'm leaving, I'm giving you a month's notice. Uh, it's quite probable or possible at least that somebody will say, look, we'll fix up now, go now, uh, and we'll pay you up to the end of the month. You don't have to work it because we want somebody to be there and to know with certainty that the nuts will be on the bolts when we go to sell them. Yeah, and, and we, we, need, we need certainty and, and an orderly um, outline of what's happening in the future. Like it's a major decision, a, a, a very large member state of the, of the European Union leaving. It hasn't happened before. It's clear, first of all, from the word go, that the, that the British government, that the then government led by Mr Cameron, did not uh, prepare the country for the referendum. They did not outline all the circumstances that would pertain if Britain left the European Union. Mrs. May then has continued with lack of preparation, I would think, um, in regard to trying to win over the House of Commons. First of all, she had a working majority, and Mrs. May called an election, and then she ended up in a minority position. At that time, she didn't even try to bring the main opposition parties on board. At that time, she should have gone and tried to work across the House of Commons. And only it's less than two months ago since she went on the offensive and attacked the MPs for not backing her instead of trying to win them over. she, she has a majority. She, she does have a majority, as a, a spokesperson for the French president said yesterday. She has two majorities. She has a majority against the deal and she has a majority against a no deal. Yeah, but but what way? Well, it, it depends. What you take the House of Commons? Should the House of Commons is now dictating the House of Commons business? Mm. Generally, in the past, it was the government of the day set set the business. You've had unprecedented decision, uh, unprecedented um, situation. Now is that that um, actually proposals put forward by members, backbenchers in the main opposition party, extremely capable and good people: Yvette Cooper, Hilary Benn, Dominic Grieve, who, who's a Conservative MP and former Attorney General. Those people have, have spoken so much sense and who, are, who have been opposed to Britain leave the European Union, but they have been trying to put forward proposals in the House of Commons to ensure that they wouldn't leave with an, in a no-deal situation and that there would have to be an orderly withdrawal by Britain from the European Union. Mrs May, it was something like yesterday, I think 177 of her party's MPs um, either voted against or didn't partake in the vote in which the opposition won overwhelmingly. Twelve ministers voted against yeah, that, that, that's absolute chaos. We can talk about Prime Minister May not having charge of, of not having a majority in her support in Parliament. At times you wonder, has she even a majority within her own government? And this is at a time when critical decisions have to be made. And when there's uncertainty in Britain, that's bad for us. We're neighbouring islands. We're major trading partners. We're a major trading partner of Britain. They said a huge amount of product to us, and that's often written out of the script that Britain's our big market. It is our big market but we are also a very big market for Britain so we have a mutual um, a, 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 we have a mutual dependency on, on each other purely from an economic point of view and also from, from the point of view of being neighbours and, and the political institutions north and south all of that as well. Now the message I got from Brussels at my meetings was that, that the European Union has other major issues to address. The, Brexit dominating the agenda that other member states and other 
speaking to individual members of the European Parliament, they did not want this uncertainty to continue and Brexit to continue to dominate the European Union agenda. Look at we the last thing Ireland wants to see is mm. Britain leave the European Union without a deal. We know of the catastrophic yeah. catastrophe that would well, arise from that for all of our island, for Britain and indeed for Europe as well. Well, if that happens, it'll happen the day after tomorrow, as I said uh, at the outset. That with, seems with indications from, from, and I only can go from, from yeah. what I heard mm-hmm. through, through through media mm. and through speaking to some other people since since I was in Brussels, mm. speaking to some people by phone, and that is the indications are that the European the council, the heads of government today mm. will will give permission for for a further period, and, and most likely in line with Donald Tusk's uh, suggestion of a twelve month extension up to the end of March next year. Uh, I think that's uh, why yeah, I'm, I met Mr. Giver Hostaf, who's the European Union's, who's the European Parliament's lead negotiator, mm. and who has been extremely strong and a great advocate of ensuring that the interests of the island of Ireland were protected right from the world go and he reiterated that very strongly in a, in a broadcast with the National Broadcaster the other day but he was of the opinion and I, I clearly gathered from, from his comments to me was that he was, he was in favour of a shorter time I don't know what's the dynamic Mr Tusk naturally has, has, has I, I, I would assume has the understanding of the heads of government before he put that proposal before a meeting. I'm sure the President of the Council doesn't come up with a proposal without having considered with with other heads of government in advance, actually, I would think. So it it would look as if Mr Tusk's proposal would be the one to go before the the heads of government today. And it looks as though uh, the British won't be leaving uh, on Friday, uh, won't be crashing out, uh, and uh, unlikely that they'd be able to, uh, to satisfy uh, the conditions laid out in order to leave in June, so 12 months from now. Uh, Mrs May has lasted as long as she has up to today, Wednesday, the emergency summit uh, meeting. Uh, will she last the week? Well, I don't know, but, but, I, but maybe... And I hope I'm wrong, but maybe if 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 there's you what has been suggested is a 12 month extension, maybe the British Conservative Party will turn immediately to the idea of deposing Prime Minister May. Mm. So if you're if you're into raw politics, then but she will. I mean, I mean, they they will. I mean, she she, she she's as good as gone now, isn't she? Unless she she can come back with the June 30th date, uh, that time frame, she 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 doesn't stand a chance of surviving. Yeah, well, Prime Minister May is. is weakened. That's very clear to all mm. of us now. I, I'm not going to comment on the internal mm. workers of another political party in a different jurisdiction than ourselves, but it's clear that she doesn't command the, the majority support of her own party. But I don't know who who's, who in succeeding hall will command that majority support either. No, because but because it, it's a very it, divided party and even the Labour Party, the main opposition party, is, is, is divided in its opinions in relation to Brexit and that's from the war go as well. Mm, but it, it's how Brexit will continue to dominate and to, to bring about uncertainty over the coming weeks and months because we go into a general election uh, well it's bound to, to be the issue that uh, the election will be won or lost on. It should be a rolling referendum in mm. regard to yeah. Brexit any elections in Britain I'm sure the local elections that, that, mm. that they face next month and the European elections in Britain is, is contesting them and the British Cabinet Office have signed the order to enable the elections to be held I think on the 23rd mm. of May if the elections are held, it's a rolling referendum. Mm. But if you ta- if we take it that some of the commentary from Britain in 
regard to who might assume the leadership of the Conservative Party and be subsequently elected Prime Minister. My God, some of those people haven't showed a great knowledge or realisation or understanding of of Ireland and and, uh, North-South and Irish-British relations. Mm. So so you just wonder then about where that brings us all. And the prospect of the campaign in a general election, let alone a European election. Nigel Farage is already planning a, a campaign with his new Brexit party uh, of uh, how Britain has been betrayed by the government. Uh, it, it really is a, a frightening prospect and where we go from here uh, is very, very uncertain, and, and, isn't it? During any the most civilised elections at times, p- things can be said that are very, that can't be unsaid and that can create problems for either side. We have we, seen perhaps the ugly side of politics at some stages and some of the debates in Britain and mm. we know of MPs and other public representatives be- being attacked on social media. All of that thing is reprehensible for people in any country who go before the electorate and who are, who, who, who are public representatives. But you can imagine in a very divisive political society at present an election would be fought in, very, in, in, in a very yeah. um, bad atmosphere, a poisoned political atmosphere. Yeah. That's not for the benefit of any country, it's not for the benefit of any of yeah, the European bare Union. Knuckle fist and, fight and it really. doesn't help yeah. any neighbouring state either. All right, we have to leave it there. Thank you very much indeed uh, for joining us uh, this morning. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. LMFM Podcasts, brought to you with Cark McCross Credit Union, where dreaming of warmer climates becomes a reality with a Cark McCross Credit Union holiday loan. O'Neill Street, Cark McCross, or CarkMcCrossCU.ie. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.